You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kego Lasso, a very special interview as I talk to Leeds United chairman and majority owner Andrea Radrizzani. We discuss the present and the future of Leeds United, working with Marcelo Bielsa, his partnership, and of course, the increased uh, stakes from the San Francisco 49ers, American investment, Leeds United's own representation in both England, Europe, and the States, and so much more. So my interview with Leeds United's Andrea Radrizzani begins right now. After 16 years gone from the top flight, Leeds United are enjoying a tremendous return to the Premier League. Never mind avoiding relegation, Marcelo Bielsa's side is pushing hard for a top half finish, which is a fantastic achievement given the team's long absence and the fact that this is Bielsa's first ever season managing in the Premier League. Away from the action on the pitch, there's a lot of business being done to ensure the full potential of the club. So with that being said, joining me now is the club's chairman and majority owner, uh, Andrea Radriazzani, to discuss not just the present of the club, but of course, its future. Andrea, welcome to Keo Lasso. Buongiorno. Thank you. Nice to meet you. And hi, everybody at Keo Lasso. Andrea, uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Uh, Jack Harrison was a great interview a few weeks ago, and I'm sure you will do just as well. So uh, we'll get straight to it. Let's talk about the season first off from your eyes this season. How has it been for you in your judgment? Taking in mind, of course, that you entered the Premier League during a pandemic, which is an incredible obstacle. Well, I, I obviously, like everybody, I'm pleased with the, with the season. We are 11 in the standing. We are just uh, two points behind Arsenal with one game less. So we are very comfortable position and uh, our goal is to remain, maintain the league and uh, to make 40 points. Uh, but to be honest, I'm not surprised because um, I've seen how this group has developed and has flourished and developed under Marcelo Bielsa in the last three years. So if you look at the last games where we, we, we have won at Leicester, we won... Um, with Crystal Palace and even yesterday the Arsenal we lost, but all these games we had 10 or 11 players of the same championship, uh, the second division in the in the years before. So I'm very proud of uh, the way Marcelo and the team and the players has developed into and fit with the with Premier League. Yeah, you said that you you're not surprised. To be honest, I, I'm not either. Uh, you're pushing for a top half finish, as you said, which is remarkable. And I, I got to tell you, I feel that some of the gains uh, should have gone your way anyway, and you could be even pushing for Europe. What are you expecting, Andrea, by the end of the season? No, as I said, we need to stay on ground, and uh, our goal is 40 points and stay in Premier League next year. We we know this club has a huge potential, but we need to uh, perform and stay in the Premier League for two or three years before we can consolidate. And when only in that moment we can have an ambition to reach uh, uh, the, the next uh, slots just after the top six. So we need to be humble now and focus on, on our daily and weekly work and every game by one at a time. But uh, we take everything that we get more than our, our initial goal. 
So I, I think we, we will uh, enjoy the, the next 16 games and the, the players are conscious that uh, playing this way, uh, head-to-head against everybody, keeping their confidence level very high, they can beat uh, and they can perform, they can entertain a lot. Listen, away from the action, how difficult has it been for you in terms of uh, maneuvering this club when Allen Road has been empty uh, post-Brexit, of course? Uh, how has your team, you know, your specific team, uh, managed uh, these obstacles? Yeah, it's difficult. I mean, personally, I struggle because I'm far away for a long time. Uh, I was with the team only uh, before Christmas, so it's, it's already a couple of months and um, it's too long for me to be far and have the feeling and the and the relationship, uh, but at the same time, I have um, I have good management in uh, Victor uh, Orta and Angus Kinier, and they update me on daily basis. And we have a good relationship with our manager, and uh, so I'm in relationship with the key people, and uh, sometimes also with some of the key players. So all is going in the right direction, and we need to keep uh, the focus on, as I said before, game by game. And uh, at the end, we will. Um, we will plan. Uh, we're already planning for the next season, and then uh, we. I think this player that is have a good holiday in June and come back for another better season next year. So but now we still have 16 games to to enjoy. Okay, you talked about your manager. Let's let's talk a little bit about Marcelo Bielsa for a second. Full disclosure: you need to know I am a disciple of his work, as many especially South Americans are. Uh, we see him, of course, as a legend of the game. Everybody watched All or Nothing with Amazon, of course. Uh, you know, even though the little bit of what we saw, we, you know, just consumed every word of his. Of course, you know this. Yeah. How it's, called ha- it's called Take Us Home on Amazon. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Take us home. That's right. That's right. I'm so glad you corrected me because, you know, otherwise I'll get very in trouble, not just with you, but with uh, Jack Harrison and Marcelo Bielsa as well. <laughs> So listen, I for years it's very meaningful because take us home means that we need to go back in the Premier League. And that's what happened with the two series. Yep. And no, uh, as absolutely. I, I said in another as I said in another interview, I'm actually even pleased that the not just for the drama of the documentary, but I'm very pleased that the first year we 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 couldn't achieve the promotion, direct promotion we lost against Derby not just to make the, the show more entertaining, but to be honest, I think it was a, a very good uh, plan out of our gut that we need to stay in the, in the championship one more year and consolidate this fantastic group of players we have. And I think being together in the championship, they got mature, they got the, a, a different uh, mentality in, uh, and, and they built a, a better, higher confidence. They also uh, uh, the skills to manage the game in the different phases. And this is helping them a lot in the in the first Premier League. So I'm very glad that we stay in that uh, hell of the league of the Championship one year longer to come now more in the Premier League. Well, you know that I more than uh, relate to the journey of the Championship going into the Premier League, of course. Hey, listen, let's talk about Marcelo Bielsa. What's it like working with him? Well, everybody in the world is uh, often approach me and say, ah, how is it? They, they find very, very... It's difficult to work with Marcelo Bielsa for many club, but on my point of view, to be honest, it's not been difficult. We we often, almost of the time, see the things in the same way, so I'm fine with him. I know that he's very high demanding, and particularly on the people on daily basis around him, uh, the, the level of pressure is very high. Uh, but at the same time, we we know, and it's important everybody keep in mind that if we follow 
his method is hard working, the results is, uh, is coming. And when we reach, reach these results, the, the, the reward is really big. So I think it's in every part of life, there is no job that the result is not coming with sacrifice. So what is applying to the team and the individuals of the team is part of everybody's lives. And there are people that really struggle with life much more than football players and, and ourselves. So we need to keep in mind that we are still really privileged. And what we consider a sacrifice is nothing to the real people out there in the normal world. Yeah, well said. That's exactly uh, what Marcelo often also talks about, of course. So it makes sense that you two share the same mentality. He signed a new contract last September. He's, of course, famous for his either short agreements or, you know, not over committing. This new contract ends at the end of the season. I think I know the answer to this, but are you in talks with him to extend more? Does he wait until the end of the season? What's that conversation about? Marcelo knows that we are happy with him. So he's a... If he stays, we are really delighted to continue. I believe the players are still uh, following him unconditionally. And that's the first important um, element for me to decide to continue with him. And if the group is happy with him, we should, we, I also am happy and we should continue. Uh, then it's, it's up to him. We're waiting for, for his decision. But in any case, we, we, myself and Victor, we have already analyzed the different other options and we know what to do in case uh, Marcelo will not be with us. We hope we will continue, but uh, in, in any case, we are preparing the club. Okay, so you have a list just in case uh, things don't go your way or, or Marcelo rejects it. Yeah, I believe that this team has not finished yet with uh, Marcelo as well, need to come and enjoy Alain Road with the fans in Premier League. That's uh, what he deserves as a manager. And it's a unique experience. So it should stay just for that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good pitch for sure. Uh, listen, let's talk about the San Francisco 49ers with the announcement last month that the NFL team increased their ownership stake to 37% from 15%. What was the thinking behind this uh, instead of pursuing other investors? Why the, uh, the uh, accrued uh, commitment with the 49ers and the partnership, I guess? Well, I, in these uh, two years, we've been uh, friends and partners. I, we got along very well. They, they are a strong brand, strong franchise in a big market like U.S. And they have very good experience in uh, managing stadium and uh, facil big facilities like Santa Clara Levi Stadium. They are really good in merchandising and, and other areas of the business where I think we can help get their help and get their advice to improve our results. Uh, so I think we are very com complementary. Probably I know better the soccer world, the football world in, in Europe. I'm very well introduced in the media sports and particularly media. And um, uh, they have other skills. And I think as an industrial partner, they are perfect. They're very complementary. And uh, this can help Leeds United over the time to consolidate this position. Well, you know more than most about, you know, just the importance of identity in European and English football. How do you see the growing trend of American investors in the game? Obviously, despite the financial gain and the influence, is there a need, do you think, to make sure that they understand that the, what makes English football so special is its very unique identity, which sometimes I can tell you because I grew up in England and I'm in the US, you know, American investment sometimes forgets that, but there's a growing interest in there. What do you, what do you make of that? No, it's good that there is an interest in this. The product is, uh, is good. And um, I think if they come with the 
ambition to to help the league and the clubs to improve is is good. It's positive. I'm, I'm I think the it's more about the individual case by case because I don't really look at where they come from, the investor if they come, which county they come. It's more about who are them and what they can bring to the club itself and the league. But overall, I think the American have invested in Man United, Liverpool, and they've done they reach greater results for themselves as investors as well, like quadruplify or more the, the the value of the asset they invested. So it's been good for many of them. Some right. other maybe less, but it's been good for some of them. Right. What about the other way around, Andrea? Uh, what about your interest in the American market? There's a huge growth and development in the game here. Uh, you can watch more Premier League games here than in England sometimes. Uh, obviously, Serie A, La Liga, MLS, etc. What about Leeds United's own interest in the American market? Yeah, I mean, we it's a really important market for us to go our brand in, uh, and that's also why the partnership with the 49ers should help uh, to uh, establish our brand at the soccer grassroots level and uh, merchandise level, media and content. So there is a lot to do. We are not ready, but we are getting ready. We're working to be to be available uh, in US with more projects and more penetration. But at the same time, I think it's an interesting market um, to invest in players. The, play, the American players, I think they're getting better and better. Um, I believe the MLS uh, in the way structure is um, is not uh, in. I mean, is 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 growing, but uh, probably can do even better with better talent. Uh, at the moment, um, the level of players is, is they're investing in uh, in uh, South American youth, uh, but I think there is uh, if the MLS just need. Uh, better place to explore as a league. Otherwise, potentially as a huge market like the United States and fantastic facilities. So as all the company to become one of the top three leagues in the world, in my opinion, you need just a better level of players. But it's, it's growing. And uh, we have seen with uh, Davis in Bayern Munich, now Reynolds joining AS Roma and um, McKean in Juventus. So uh, you, we're naming three of good players, plus our Jack Harrison that is English, but is also American as a, as a development of, so I think the level is growing and um, can be is a very important market to look at. Yeah. By the way, Jack Harrison really misses his New York pizza, so you have to do something over there to try and uh, make him happy. Uh. <laughs> I don't think with Marcelo or Regime he can cope with the pizza because uh, <laughs> we, we have weight check every morning. <laughs> Listen, you've previously you've previously talked about your uh, admiration for Leicester City as a model. You said if there's a club I admire for what has been done in terms of football management, it's Leicester. Why Leicester City, Andrea? What do you like about their model? That they won, they won a title. That's <laughs> simple question, simple answer, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, also I think the recruitment uh, they manage the club very well, in my opinion. They they can uh, remain competitive while they're selling the key players to the top team. So it means that the, the, the foundation is great, the manager is good, but also the recruitment department is, is strong. Right. But, uh, this is what I, uh, is my aim to become a, a Leicester on the pitch, but Leeds United outside of the pitch, as and with all respect with Leicester, we have another level of, of uh, interest in terms of brand and audience. Uh, we are a strong brand globally known already before uh, we even become that competitive. 
Well, you know what, Andrea, that was actually my last question, because you make a very good point. You are a very strong brand. And one thing that I was wondering, because I'm Peruvian, uh, and obviously I follow the South American market as well, uh, Bielsa alone attracts a gigantic Spanish-speaking audience for Leeds United, the same way Raul Jimenez does with Wolves. Do you think that it would be beneficial for your leads to have perhaps more of a powerful say, especially in social media, maybe have a Spanish speaking uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook account. I feel like you're missing out there on a big opportunity. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm a media guy, and we are behind. We are really behind on many media um, activities. But unfortunately, we we were in the championship, which is a loss-making league, uh, until a few months ago. And uh, we arrive in the Premier League in a year where we have a 40 million less income from from stadium because of COVID, and we had to invest over 100 million in football players. So we 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 cannot make, make miracles. Only one make miracles, and it's not me. So I think we need to. We are planning to update our services and including the media and the customization of the content in, in the key markets. And uh, I absolutely agree with you, but it's, it's in the plan, but we're not ready yet. So hopefully by the, the beginning of the next season, we will be able to deliver this content in, in more markets. Hopefully so. Uh, Andrea, thank you so much for joining us. Leeds United fighting for a top pass finish. If you are free, you can come to join us as well on top uh, of your activities. Uh, Andrea, I'll tell you something right now. Yeah. Listen, we'll, we'll talk off record, but if you gave me Marcelo Biasa on this, on this show, anything can happen, my friend. Anything can happen. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, uh, Andrea Radrizzani, Leeds United, fighting for a top half finish. Andrea, grazie. Hey, everybody. I want to thank Andrea Radrizzani for joining me today. Don't forget to follow us on Kegolasso Pod. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso. Have a great, great weekend. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. men's national team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast, And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also, just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life, while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger. And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.